Well, I hope it's for the best. No, as far as I know, he's still up there. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't stay. No, I left when they sent the orderly form. Hang up the phone, Justin. Just a second, Sam. What is it, Richard? Hang up the phone now. No, it's just Richard, Sam. I'll, I'll talk to you later, all right? Yeah, I love you. Samantha Hobson? Mm-hmm. You're still seeing her? Yeah, I hope this is important. Yes, it is. Now, I want you to take a look at these. What am I looking at? You're looking at the blood test I just ran on O'Brien. And? And look at peak 16. Serotonin? Yes, but it's not natural. Now, take a look at peaks 32 and 25. Explain what you're getting at, Richard. I'm not a brain doctor. Someone is giving Dermot O'Brien hallucinogenic drugs. Are you certain of this? I'm positive. Dermot O'Brien is no more insane than you or I. Well, Richard, maybe you looked at the wrong... Damn it, Justin. The proof is right there in front of you. O'Brien's condition is due to the fact that someone has been supplementing his medication with heavy doses of psychoactive drugs. All right, Richard. Just take a <gasps> breath, slow down, and tell me what's going on. That must have been why they took me off the case. They took you off the O'Brien case? Yes. That's not it, Richard. It, it was because of me. What are you talking about? I talked to Houtman and Chandler. Oh. Richard, it all sounded so ridiculous. I just thought the stress was getting to you. Uh, well, do you believe me now? Yes. What did you say to them? I just said that you were working too hard. The stress of moving and everything. I thought they would just lessen your caseload, Richard. They did. Did you tell them about the Casador incident? No. They pressed me for specifics about what you said, and, but I didn't tell them anything. Well, that's good, at least. I mentioned the baby. Oh, that doesn't matter. As long as they still think we're in the dark. Listen, from now on, we talk to no one about this, okay? All right. Are you, are you still having your party this weekend? Yes. We need to start getting to know these people in this establishment a lot better. Even if one of your guests is the one with the keys to Maria Casador's cell? Justin, almost all of my guests have access to those keys. There are some areas of the human mind, and indeed of the world we live in, that were never meant for investigation. There are always those who delve into the darker worlds of knowledge, and many pay with their sanity for their interest. Some of these unfortunates are taken in by the Hayward Foundation, an organization that studies paranormal experiences and their effects on humanity. It is cases such as these that are sent to a restored mansion in a small coastal town in Maine a center for the care and study of the insane. Since the 1920s, this place has been known as the Hayward Sanitarium. Here's your lobster. Ah, oh, great. That'll be $17. Oh, um, uh, All right. I'll get your change. Oh, no, no, don't worry about the change. You go ahead and keep it. Thank you very much, sir. Oh, thank you. Hiya, Dr. Atwater. Ah, Sheriff Trumbull. Uh, of course, you remember Justin Cardamon. I am. We met in the basement. Looking to sell the house yet, Doctor? 
Actually, no, I've, I've decided to stay. Well, I doubt if anybody would actually buy that house yeah. anyway. I suspect you're all right there. Not many people wanting to buy a house that had a baby buried <laughs> in the basement. I yeah. swear, Sheriff Trumbull, you folks always know how to put things into perspective. <laughs> uh, it's funny I should run into you, Dr. Atwater. Oh, why? Why is that? Well, I just came from the courthouse. We were having a meeting about replacing the guardrail on the Cutters Creek Bridge where as you know, Dr. Bailey's accident was. Yes. Uh, the town council's all up in arms about it. Really? Yeah. Why? Folks around here get that way about intoxicated drivers. I wouldn't be surprised if the council tries to get the money out of your foundation. Now, hmm. it's not a big sum, but, uh, you know, it, sure, it could be. Sure, we, we know. Yes. Uh, Sheriff, did you say that Dr. Bailey had been drinking before the car crash? Uh, yeah. The autopsy showed he was liquored up pretty good. His blood alcohol level was above 0.2. And that was the cause of death? Alcohol poisoning? Yes. Uh, the autopsy said his neck was broken on impact. He ran off the back road coming into town from the hospital. Yes, I know that road. Well, then you know how steep that hill is just before the creek. Yes. And the way his car was wrapped around that tree, I'd say he was doing at least 50 when he went off the bridge. It's awful narrow, Boy, you know. This town just keeps getting better, Richard. Are there any ghost stories about that bridge? Well, truth be told, when I was a wee shaver, I used to Actually, say that... Uh, um, I think that'll have to wait for another time, Sheriff. Uh, right. Uh, Justin, we should get these lobsters into a car. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go. Uh, goodbye, Sheriff. Goodbye, Sheriff. I am. Uh, I'll be seeing you, Doctor. Yes. I wonder what he meant by that. Very small town. A very small town. I tell you, Richard, you couldn't have picked a better place to move to. Are you sure leaving Boston was the right thing to do? Justin, I want you to call the center tonight and ask to be relocated to the sanitarium. Relocate? Richard, I'm no psychiatrist, but I'm beginning to have serious doubts about your sanity. I've got work to finish. You do remember that I have all that data to correlate, don't you? You can do it at the sanitarium. There's plenty of room at the house for you to stay. I understand with all the strange things going on around here that you just don't... Justin, Bailey was dead before that car crashed. Hell, I don't think he could have even gotten in that car. What? Dr. Bailey's personal files make mention of his allergies. He was allergic to alcohol, Justin. Plus four reaction. So he couldn't get drunk on his own. He'd be so sick after one sip, he couldn't even keep drinking to get his BAC that high. Which means someone is covering up his death. It means he was... Dr. Atwater is not your physician any longer, Mr. O'Brien. From now on, I'll be coordinating your treatments. I want to talk to Atwater! I'm afraid that won't be possible, Mr. O'Brien. You're in the best possible hands, Mr. O'Brien. Dr. Chandler knows what's best for you. Really, Dermot, just try to relax. Shut off! I want to talk to Atwater! Uh, 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 Restrain him! Uh, Restrain him! Watch his hands! No, I got him! Get his arms in the chest! Robert, (laughs) you may administer Mr. O'Brien's injection. No! Let me talk to the duck! No! 
No! So we thought we'd get away and notify the authorities. So you and Ashman were getting ready to run and... And, and Fleischer just disappeared. And then he comes from out of nowhere and cuts John's throat with a razor. And I was amazed he could even move. I mean, John really beat the hell out of him. Now, he's that specialist on the Orient, right? Right. I guess he was on some karate team, too. Hmm. Well, with John out of the way, Fleischer came after me. And that's when you killed him? Yeah. That's when... That's when I killed him. And how did that feel? Richard... Now, come on, don't think of me as a psychiatrist, Hallie. I'm just a friend. Now, come on. How'd you feel? It was, it was horrible, of course. I remember I kept hitting him with this shovel over and over and over and over again, and he wouldn't stop coming at me. I, I cracked his skull open, Richard, and he still came after me. It, it, his blood was everywhere, and his face was... His face was so mangled. Oh, oh God. It's okay. It's okay, Allie. It's not your fault. I know, Richard. Thanks. You just acted in self-defense. Here, take my handkerchief. Thanks. Now, you and Ajman were lucky to escape with your lives. And death is such a difficult thing to deal with. You know, we should talk some more about this when you have more time. Yeah, I think I'd like that. Oh, Richard, there were, um... There were some flowers on my desk this morning, but there wasn't a card... You didn't. No, um, no, it wasn't me. The, no. <laughs> uh, could you have a secret admirer? Oh, no, I don't know. I guess I better get back to work. Yeah. Oh, are you still planning to come to my party tomorrow night? Yeah, I wouldn't miss it. Should I bring anything? A uh, bottle of wine would be nice. Uh, we're going to have fish. Naturally. Is there anything else to eat in New Bristol? <laughs> See you later, Richard. Take it easy, Hallie. I think the house looks marvelous, Richard. Oh, uh, thanks, Gordon. Well, is there more work to be done? I, I think Mr. Stimson said something about wallpaper in the study, right, Richard? Something like that. He wanted to do it all with your $100 bills. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> more wine, Dr. Brooks? Yeah, thank you. This wine is really excellent. Oh, you like it? I got it on a weekend trip I took down to Massachusetts, and I've been saving it for special occasions. Very cool. Yeah, well, what, could, nice. what could be more special than a dinner party at the old haunted... Uh, I, I mean, Hammond. But I believe there is additional reason to celebrate. Ah, to oh. do with, uh, Dr. Outman. I received a telephone call from the Foundation headquarters in Boston this morning. Apparently... Dr. Cardamom is going to be a member of our research staff from now on. Oh, wow. Oh, right. Right. Well, 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 for a while, at least. Nice to have yes. I'm, I'm going to analyze the data I collected from my last field expedition. Just Welcome aboard. We use a local colloquialism. I appreciate that, Dr. McLeod. The mansion is so picturesque, I just had to take Richard up on his offer to let me stay with him. I do hope your time with us will be both productive and relaxing. Sure it will, Dr. Houtman. Well, uh, Justin, could you give me a hand in the kitchen? Mm. Ah, dessert at last. Excellent. Thanks. No problem. Well, your transfer certainly went through in a hurry. 
I just called up Dr. Hathaway. And since when have you been so tight with the chief administrator of the foundation? Since I caught him in a meeting room with an intern last month. <laughs> they were uh, uncovering some research leads, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm sure he was heartbroken to let you go. Uh, get that coffee pot over there, would you? Sure. Have you uh, noticed anyone acting peculiar, Richard? In this group? You know what I mean. <sighs> I think you might actually be beginning to believe me. <laughs> no, I haven't seen anything yet, but keep your eyes open. Okay. Come on, let's go back inside. Now, those are, those are nice bowls, Richard. They have little roosters on them or something, don't they? And voodoo. Well, here we are. Shall we retire to the living room for coffee? Yeah, well, why not, Richard? I should say. <laughs> I extend my compliments to their chef. That credit goes to Justin. Wow. Excellent job, young It was just a plain home cooking, though. Do you go home very often, Justin? I was just there. I stopped over to see the folks on my way back from Jamaica. There's no place like home. Richard can attest to that. Well, I certainly think there's no place like Richard's home, eh, old man? Oh, that's for sure. Are you going to bring your daughter here now that you're uh, all moved in, Richard? I'd considered it, but I don't think the time is right. Jenny started a good school, and, and she's happy with my parents right now. Besides, I don't think I could manage it just yet. It's really for the best. Yes, yes. It is important for children to have a great deal of attention. Yet, you must be very sad at being away from her. Being away from those you love is so difficult. That's true. I talk to her every night on the phone, but I miss her terribly. Oh, Daddy's little girl, huh? <laughs> Ain't that true? Of course. She's the cutest little thing, though. Can't help but spoil her a little bit. Mm -hmm. You will see her soon, Richard, for the holidays? Oh, yes. My parents are flying out. We'll meet in Boston and then come back here. Well, you'll have to bring her to the mansion so we can all meet her. <laughs> George, an insane asylum is no place to take a well. girl. <laughs> Let me warm up your coffee, Richard. Oh, oh right. thanks, George. I'm glad to be there. What kind of research were you doing in Jamaica, Dr. Cardamon? We were looking for primary source material on the Vodun religion. Vodun? Is, is that something like voodoo? More or less, though the word voodoo is kind of a misleading term these days. Oh, how so? Well, Vodun is the actual religion brought from Africa to the New World via the early slave trade. Yeah. Oh. And voodoo is more the popular notion of zombies and evil witch doctors, <laughs> like we all see in the movies. Yeah. Wasn't that O'Brien character researching voodoo? Ah, uh, that's right, Malcolm. However, I'm no longer attending Mr. O'Brien. Dr. Hauptman felt I was carrying too many violent patients on my rounds. George is handling his treatment now. I'm surprised to hear that. You seem to be so enthusiastic about his progress. Let's not talk shop tonight, guys. Yes, I quite agree. Uh, you said your parents were flying out, Richards. Uh, where from? My parents live in Iowa, Dr. Hauptman, on our family farm. Ah. It's outside of Grinnell. I see. On a farm? Your little girl must love it. Yes. Did you grow up there also? Yes, the land's been in the family for many years. Mm. I, I visited it once years ago. Remember, Richard? Mm. Uh, the land is basically flat out there. Yes. Just how long have the two of you known each other? Well, we met at Queens College. Oh. Uh, yeah, we were both Rhodes Scholars at Oxford. Oh. Gosh, that seems like years ago. It was years ago, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> and you both went to work for the foundation? 
Well, Justin was the one who convinced me to accept a position with the foundation. Mm. He had spent a summer as a graduate assistant on a foundation mm -hmm. project. I was going to take a teaching job at the University of Chicago, but Justin told me this would be much more interesting. Mm. He's been right so far. <laughs> well, I'm always right. Well, I, for one, am glad he succeeded. I should like to propose a toast to the newest member of our staff, oh, yes. Dr. Oh, yes. Richard yes. Yes. Walker. Yes. Oh, don't worry about the washing up tonight, Justin. Let's just do it tomorrow. Okay. I'm beat. Well, did you get anything from tonight's little soiree? You mean besides a bad case of heartburn? All oh, that spicy food, Justin. Oh, you're a wimp, Richard. Hey, that's Mr. Wimp to you, you reject from the swamplands. Swamplands. I'm gonna take some Alka-Seltzer. Alright. But did you find any suspects? Uh, can we talk about this in the morning? I'm too tired to even think straight. Alright, sure thing. Good night, Richard. Good night, Justin. Good that we got back into town so quickly. It looks like there's a line squall brewing. I'd hate to get caught on those back roads. Thanks for giving me a lift, George. God, I think I had one glass of wine too many. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and head How on in. How about lunch on Monday? Sure, I think that'll work. George, before I go, I want to thank you for those flowers you sent me. Flowers? I didn't send any. I, I thought for sure that they were from you. Well, wasn't there a card? No, I guess it probably fell out or something or just got lost. I don't know. Well, I'll see you on Monday. Okay, bye. See ya. report an intruder in my home. Jenny, Jenny, wait for me. The Ferris wheel. I want to ride the Ferris wheel. Jenny, stop. Don't run away from me. All children run from their parents, doctor. It is their destiny. 
Come inside my tent, and I will tell your future. What? No, I have to get my daughter. It is not for you to decide, Richard Atwater. Dark, dark. Where are you? I am here, Richard Atwater. We are all here. Look into the ball and tell me what you see. Elizabeth. Oh, God. Richard, I have something to tell you. Yes? I saw a doctor today. Oh, don't look that way. Nothing's wrong. In fact, everything's wonderful. We're going to have a baby. <laughs> Elizabeth! Ah! Elizabeth! No! God, no! Why are you showing me this? It is not for me to say. It's changing. The color is changing in the ball. Oh, what color is it now, Richard? Maria. Where's the gypsy? I'm the gypsy, Richard. I am the one with your future. I hold it in my hand like a flower. Come on, Daddy, the ride's starting! A tiny little flower. So fragile and full of life. Such a sweet blossom. Leave her alone! Leave her alone! Don't you touch her, you witch! Ladies and gentlemen, if I may direct your attention to the center ring, where tonight, for your delight, we present to you the rarest of oddities, an expression of the darkest side of one's own persona. What the hell? To some, it is an unspeakable horror. To others, a sacred act of worship. Ladies and gentlemen, from darkest Africa, we bring you the highest of voodoo ceremonies. I give you the human sex. Jenny. 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 We have decided to kill your mind, Doctor. When we are finished with you, you will no longer be a friend. Who are you? Savage beasts! 
children of all ages, may I present Dr. Richard Atwater. He has been greatly looking forward to your visit, Dr. Atwater. Are you sure my delusion has Get away from me. You really should have let me stay with you, Hello? Listen to me. You have to stay awake. Do you hear me? Don't go back to sleep. Why? I was just having a nightmare. I'm okay now. Listen to me. You are not okay, Richard. You've been drugged. Someone gave you a dose of tetrodotoxin. What? Now, who is this? This is Clarence Bailey. since 2 o'clock this morning. What's the matter? Have you ever heard of a drug called a tetrodotoxin? Yeah, a tetrodotoxin, yeah. It's an extract made from the venom of the Bufu Marinus, or it's a giant toad. What's it used for? Well, it's a deadly poison in large doses, but smaller amounts produce intense hallucinations. And when it's combined with the datura seeds and the extract of a plant known as the zombie cucumber, it's called cupidret, zombie powder. Zombie powder? Yeah. You want some more coffee? No, I, I still got some. So why the sudden interest in Vodun? Is there a, is there a way to identify this powder? If, if it's naturally extracted, sure. I, I know the taste of it. Here, I, I, I want you to taste this then. What's this? It's my coffee cup from last night. I'm not going to go drinking your nasty old coffee. Just do it, damn it. Alright. Hell, Richard! Oh, it's a it real McCoy. That explains why you felt so funny last night. Man, this incredibly intense nightmare. You're lucky you woke up, or you'd still be in it forever. I don't know if it was luck here. I want you to listen to this. Hey, Richard, you've been drugged. Who's that? Someone gave you a dose that of is the late Dr. Clarence Bailey. I talked to him last night. He's the one who woke me up. Richard, I think I'm definitely starting to get scared. have been committed to Hayward Sanitarium. Written by Matthew Bocco and David Johnson. Directed and produced by Tony Brewer, Richard Fish, and John Weber. Executive producer, Tony Brewer. Sound design by John Weber. Engineering and Foley team led by John Weber and Richard Fish, including Doug Black, Dave Johnson, and Tony Brewer. Featuring Mike Kelleher, Mike Sherman, Alexandra Alfterheide, Richard Fish, Mark Shad, Tom Hollicky, Karen Atkins, Warren Lewis, Judy Reel, Diane Condrat, Emma Rice, John Vollmer, Russ Levitt, Mona Houston, Patricia Dumas, Meowser the Cat and Ginger the Dog. Studio facilities provided by Lodestone Productions and Echo Park. Copyright 1993. Hayward Sanitarium is made possible by grants from Lodestone Productions and Echo Park and the generosity of its cast and crew. Hayward Sanitarium is a last-minute production.